Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys. Quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up, everybody. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I am the Get Fit Guy. In today's episode, I sit down and chat with the author of the book, Dottier, My Journey to Becoming a Two-Time CrossFit Game Champion, and we dig into the mindset topics that she discusses in her book. At age 26, Katrin Tanya Daviesdottir is an Icelandic CrossFit athlete who's best known for her gritty appearances at the CrossFit Games. She is the women's champion of the 2015 and the 2016 CrossFit Games, which makes her only one of two women who can claim the title of two-time fittest woman on earth. So, when it comes to picking the brain of someone who knows how to win, Catherine is the obvious choice, and I just had to invite her on the podcast. Her book, Daughter, My Journey to Becoming a Two-Time CrossFit Games Champion, hit the bookshelves, both physical and virtual bookshelves, in August of 2019. And, in all honesty, I was blown away by it. I started reading the book out of sheer curiosity, but I kept reading the book out of compulsion. Like watching the CrossFit Games themselves, I needed to find out what happened next. This isn't just a book about CrossFit. It's a book about mental and physical strength, goal setting, struggle, mindset, motivation, heartbreak, and compassion. Now, when I interviewed Katrin, she was staying at her grandfather's house in Iceland and using his computer, so the audio quality isn't perfect, but hopefully it's good enough. I apologize for that. Now, I'm going to jump straight into the conversation where Katrin and I were actually discussing how weird it is to have written memoirs and have people know things about your life without actually having met you before. Now, when people have kind of read the book and they might know stuff about me that like I haven't told them and they, feel, yeah. they always feel like so weird, like, should they say they know it? Should they ask me about it? Or I'm always like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like social media has taken us to a, a certain level of knowing things about each other's lives without actually talking about them. Yeah, but... and you might not even have met a person and you feel like you just completely know them. <laughs> yeah. And, and I feel like I know you because I read the book and, and you do reveal a lot of uh, very personal details. And, and I have to admit, when I started reading the book, I did it because um, it, it passed my desk and I, I like CrossFit and, and you're a formidable athlete, of course. And I read it really out of curiosity, but I got totally sucked in because oh. it really is such a powerful story. And you're so, um, you're so honest in it too. Was that hard for you? 
I think it's always hard to be vulnerable. Um, mm. You're exposing yourself, but that was the only way that I was ever going to do this book. And yeah. it's been such a long process. And from like 2015, when the opportunity first came, it was so crazy. I was like, I don't like, I don't know who writes books. It's other people. It's grown up people. It's people who know how to write books. But I, it never really occurred to me that it could be me until other people's stories and journeys and things that they've gone through are probably the things that have helped me the most. Um, and if there's anything that can ever resonate within anybody else's story, or if someone can do something, I believe, you know, so can I. So that was kind of like the first thing that was like, you know what, I want to share my story. And then it was really hard. It's really hard to put what do I want to put in there? What do I want my message to be? And ultimately, it just came down to telling my story. And this is my journey so far. And I wanted to be open and honest. And there are things in there that, you know, I'm not necessarily proud of, or, you know, thoughts or actions, but I try to always learn from them. And hopefully someone can learn from that and not have to go through it themselves. But yeah, ultimately, it was the only way that I was going to do it. And of course, it is nerve wracking, but I'm very proud of it. You should be. I I was, like I said, I got sucked right in and I, I didn't want it to end too. It did seem like <laughs> all of a sudden it was over. I'm like, wait, but there's- That was another oh. thing. I didn't know how to end my story that hasn't, doesn't have an ending, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You're nowhere near the end of your career. I'm not done. And I was like, I didn't want there to be an ending to the book. I needed it to be like a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I fully expect there to be a, a part two. Mm-hmm. Before we get uh, get too far, I'm Canadian, so when I see words that are in different languages, my mm-hmm. default is to pronounce some French. <laughs> so, so your name, I want to say Catherine David's Dottier, like kind of thing. Is that close? So how I pronounce it in Icelandic is Catherine Tanya Davidsdottir. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, so Catherine. Yeah, but since I started CrossFit, the announcers have always just gone Catherine Davis' daughter. So it's easy. People can pronounce it, and that's just kind of what I say. But in Icelandic, it's Katrin Tavistotter. Right. That is easy. But there was that part in the book where you actually pointed out that one of the announcers didn't pronounce your name right. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm imagining it wrong. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay. Funny. So so getting back to, to, well, to you, not necessarily the book, but... It, I have seen in a few different places that you refer to yourself as sled dog. <laughs> and that didn't come up in the book. So I, I'm curious, why do you refer to yourself as that? It's actually my coach, Ben Bergeron, that came up with that first. And I, ever since I was a kid, I just love doing work and conditioning. And, you know, if I wasn't in gymnastics, I would make up my own conditioning sets, you know, when I was on summer vacation. And when I started CrossFit, I always wanted more. I wanted more events. I wanted more workouts in a day. I just wanted to spend all my time in the gym. And, you know, there's only so much you can train that's going to benefit you because you have to recover. And once you've done so much, like there comes a point where you're actually just like working against yourself. I just love the work so much and it makes me feel so happy and so accomplished at the end of the day. So whenever I was at training camps, I was always the one would finish whatever he had put up on the board for us. And I was always begging him for more. Hmm. And, you know, some days, you know, I'd ask and ask for more and he'd be like, you know what? Okay. And he would always see how happy it would make me. And then some days I wanted to do something more and he'd just say, no, you know what? Like, it's not the right thing to do today. And I get so upset. 
you know, it actually like it would put me in a worse mood and I'd be upset about not getting to do more work or more workouts. And so he started calling me the sled dog and he was like, sled dogs love doing the work and they just put their head down and they do the work. And when they're tied up, they're howling. They're so unhappy because they want to be running and they want to be doing the work. And he was like, that's what sled dogs do. So he started calling me the sled dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I love that the idea that you have this belief, you even said, right, like the first thing out of your mouth was that you believe in doing the work and you, you're you dedicated to doing the work. Mm -hmm. And I think that sort of mindset is something that I think a lot of people kind of miss in their, not necessarily even just in their athletic career, but in, in sort of their day-to-day -day life of mm -hmm. looking at work as being oppressive rather than I get to do the work, yeah. it's I have to do the work. That's a huge part of but how I want to live my life. And that is, we get to do the things that we do. We don't have to do anything. You can choose, you can choose what you want to do. You get to do the things that you do. And I think that's a good like change in perspective of things like, you know, you have to drive your kids to practice. No, like you have kids and you get to drive them to practice. Like they get to do the sport that they love. You know, it's always like it's the same situation and whatever we're doing, but it's just a change in perspective. And the same, like if you're tired and you don't want to be doing your lift, it's like, don't think about it as, oh, I have to go snatch later today. It's like, no, like I get to go snatch later today and I have this opportunity to go snatch and get better at it today. And do you think that that's a, a big part of how you stay motivated to to not only perform in competition, but also just in everyday training and just showing up at the gym every day? Yeah. I think it's, I think it's that kind of like changing perspective and thought patterns is something that I think can easily shift your mood and shift what you're thinking instead of being like tired and like, oh, like I have to do this, like change it into no, you get to do this. And if you think about why you're doing something and that you're going to get better at it, then you can start getting excited about it. That's awesome. I, I, completely believe that. And I'm going to write that on a <laughs> somewhere in my office here. So I remember to do that because it really is powerful. Do you have any other sort of not necessarily tricks, because I don't want to call that a trick, um, yeah. but any techniques that you any other techniques you have to stay motivated? I think something that um, has derailed me in the past. And that I think it's just like a hard way to live. But I think most of us do this to some extent is like compare ourselves to others. And you're always thinking, you know, what someone else is doing. Or you see, like, on Instagram, everyone's posting their highlights. Like, if they hit a great lift today, like, they're going to post it. But they're like, oh, my gosh, like, she hit this number. And why am I not there? Or, you know, I'm working on my muscle-ups a lot. And I keep thinking, you know, how she's so good at these muscle-ups. Like, I'm not even nearly there. Instead, like, try and shift that and try and think about, like, how good can I get? Like, how good can my muscle-ups get today? And if I work on them today, they're going to get better and be happy with all the steps that you're taking forward instead of looking ahead and seeing how many steps you feel like are left. So I think it's really just like be here, be now and focus on what you can do to make yourself better. And once you're in that kind of mindset, like you can have there are all these little wins every single day. And if you take those wins, like you're going to keep stepping forward every day little tiny, like not even 1% better every day, like a teeny bit percent better every day is great. Cause at the end of the year, like at the end of the year or 
couple of years or a couple of months, like it's going to add up to a lot of things, even though you don't see it in the day to day. I feel like things like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and stuff even contribute more to that comparison yeah, thing that you absolutely. were talking about. Like I can't imagine being a teenager today. Yeah. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Now, your uh, your coach, you mentioned Ben Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the book, he really plays this role of of a mentor and almost like a Zen master. He's got some uh-huh. some real uh, yeah <laughs> some great ways to to keep you grounded. Um, and one of them was that he made you and and sort of turned your mind around to plan for what you're going to do when it all goes wrong, or mm-hmm. sort of planning for disaster. Can you yeah. can you fill the the listeners in on on how that worked for you? Um, that's actually like a funny story because that's something that I had to learn. And something like visualization, like I used to do that when I was a gymnast, but I used to visualize the perfect routine. I used to visualize myself, you know, like getting up on the beam and doing the perfect routine throughout the end. And like I used to do that before competition. And, you know, then the same when I started CrossFit, it just transferred over. And I, you know, you think about like, how do I want this workout to go? And then that's not life, you know, like, okay, let's say it might go really well and like, great, but there are so many things that could possibly go wrong. So when they did go wrong, I didn't have a plan because my plan was it for it to go perfectly. So it always catch you off guard and you either it takes you longer to react well to it or it takes you long to like adjust to what's happening and it didn't go as well. So I remember this one time before regionals, Ben was kind of like, you know, we go through like, all right, what's our plan? And then he goes, okay, like, what if this happens? And I couldn't figure out why he was saying that. Like, no, like we have a plan. And he's like, no, like, but what about if this happens? Like, what are you then going to do? And I was like, I literally, I was kind of upset with him because I felt like he was being so negative. I was like, why are you saying right. that? Like, why are you get like, I'm already nervous. Like, why are you making me think about like that? It could go wrong. And then sure enough, things do go wrong. And I didn't act react very well. And I don't make the games. And after that, like I started working so much more with him and I started working on my mindset and 
I started reading sports psychology books. And at the same time that I started working with them and he would kind of help me every day, like, what should I be focusing on? And that's like, you should be focusing on things that you can control. And if they're outside of your control, you shouldn't be focusing on them because that's just wasted energy. So like before the next year's games, before the 2015 games, he would kind of like, I remember sitting me down. He was like, all right, tell me everything that could go wrong at the games, like everything. And we sat down and we wrote a list on a whiteboard and we wrote down 101 things that could go wrong. And it was anything from, you know, like getting a no rep from a judge or forgetting my goggles on the way to the venue or a shark attack or having a headache (laughs) or tearing my hands or like anything that you could think my shoelace is coming undone. And after we wrote down everything that could go wrong, and then we went back to number one and we were like, all right, can we control this? Let's say it's your shoelaces. Your, my shoelaces came undone. Can we control it? Absolutely. All right. What should we do? Like, what can we do to prevent that? I'm going to double tie my shoelaces. And let's say they do come undone. Like, what am I going to do? Like, if it's a running event, like, I probably should stop, stay calm, and that will help me tie them faster. But, like, the, the number one thing would always be, like, can I prevent it, you know? And the same, like, with the hand tear, it's like, all right, how are we going to prevent that by, all right, we're going to remember using our grips all the time. Or getting a no rep. It's like you can't get that rep back, and you can't fight with your judge. So it's way better to, number two, try and do a better rep. And if you can't understand why you're getting a no rep, then you stop and you ask your judge, all right, what can I do to do better? And then you carry on. So it's all these little things that, like, then when they go wrong, because it always is going to go wrong, then you have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. And it kind of like, you're so quick at just going to the next plan that it's almost as if nothing is going wrong because you're already expecting it. And it's that calmness that really, really defines it, isn't it? Like that, uh, the ability yeah. to stay calm That's- and in the moment, not waste that energy, freaking so out. True. I always like when people ask me what the difference is between me in 2014 of not making the games and kind of like freaking out on the competition floor or 2015, winning the CrossFit Games, I literally, the thing that, like, I want to describe it is, like, it was like someone took a windshield wiper and, like, cleaned my brain out. It was just Hmm. so much clearer and calmer, and it was just a, it was a huge game changer. Now, I know a lot of the listeners out there are going to be wanting to to get some actionable things they can take away, and you've given us Mm -hmm. a, a few really good nuggets here, but can you... Can you give some advice to somebody who may be just starting their fitness journey and mm-hmm. they may be struggling to either get to the gym or stay stay motivated or or maybe they're recovering from injury or something yeah. like that? I think the number one thing is to find something that you enjoy. And it's not going to be the same for everyone. I think CrossFit is for most people and I think most people really do enjoy it because you get to show up at a certain time, you have, you know, all your, you have so many friends there. You're always in a big group of people. So you have someone to kind of like go through the suffering or the workout with, or you have someone to high five when you accomplish something and someone to like, you know, pep you and keep you going. If, if the workout is hard and you have a coach, which is like something that like for me, when I joined a global gym, I never knew what I wanted to do. And I would always show up and be like, all right, what should I do today? And you're kind of just walking around playing a guessing game. And there you have someone that gives you a program. It's going to be so diverse every single day. So you're always doing new things and you're always challenging yourself. But I've also seen that 
it's not for everyone and some people like dancing and some people like spending more time outside and doing running or biking and I think it's just getting to find something that you really enjoy and then I think it's it's finding workout partners you know having someone to go on the journey with and then doing what's right for you you know if I think about my mom it took her so long to get started because number one she was always like I can't do what you do and it's like you don't have to do what I do you know you don't have to do muscle-ups or pull-ups or the same weight like you it's your workout so if there's pull-ups you can do banded pull-ups and if there's muscle-ups you can change the movement and or if it's a barbell you can lower the weight so just make it for you focus on doing your best and have fun with it i think that's that's the biggest thing that is fantastic i i love that message now it has been great to have you on and i i i hate to to let you go already but um can you let everybody know where they can find you? I know you've got a great online presence, <laughs> really wonderful motivational videos and stuff. Where can they find you? Thank you. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where um, I've tried out Facebook and Twitter and all that, but it's a lot. So Instagram is the one where you can find all of my stuff. And it's just my first and middle name. It's Katrin Tanya. So K-A-T-R-A-N and then T-A-N-J-A. Great. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes so people can just click it and, and find you really easily. And your book is available, well, everywhere pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, it's on, um, I know it's on Amazon and it's on bookstores and the and Audible, which I am super happy with that I decided to like read myself. I both had a lot of fun with it and it's like in my voice and I kind of got to relive it all again. So I'm super excited about that too. <laughs> I, I am too. That's perfect for people who listen to podcasts and tend to, to love audiobooks. So that's a that's perfect for this audience. Yeah. And um, the Audible book is kind of funny though because my dad is English and he can't stand. So when I speak to my dad, I actually speak with a British accent. I don't know mm. if you will know that, but the audio version drives him crazy. So he's told me that he's not listening to that and he's going to read the book, but um, for the rest of the listeners, <laughs> they can make their own decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on, dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Katrin, for coming on the Get Fit Guy podcast. And I, uh, I really appreciate it. And I encourage all of the listeners out there to, to pick up the book. I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke. I really enjoyed it and uh, devoured it. In fact, I usually take quite a while to. Thank you so much. I'm one of those slow readers usually, but I finished it in about three days. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because it's my, like, it's my book and it's just my life and my family and whatever I've gone through. So it's never, you don't know. I'm like, is this like interesting to other people or entertaining? And so I'm really excited to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. You did a wonderful job. Thank and so I, I have, I really enjoyed your relationship with all your family and stuff mm -hmm. too. And not just the, not just the competition stuff, although that was the sort of edge of your seat kind of things, especially the, like when the scoring is coming up anyway, I, I won't spoil it for everybody. Go <laughs> out and pick up the book. I'll put a link in the show notes and uh, thank you once again. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Katrin. I know I did. And make sure you tune in next week because we're going to do a reissue of a really popular episode from a while ago about whether you should mix your weights and your cardio or keep them separate during your workouts. And the answer may surprise you. So make sure you tune in for that. 
Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and in this case, <laughs> interviewed by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. Our audience development and marketing coordinator here at Quick and Dirty Tips is Morgan Ratner. Our digital ad operations coordinator is Marcel Margulis. Our digital assistant is Emily Miller. And our vice president and fearless leader is Kathy Doyle. If you enjoyed this podcast, and in particular the interview-style episodes, I'd appreciate it if you just sent me a note. You can send it to me on Facebook or on Twitter, I'm at GetFitGuy, or you can write to me at GetFitGuy at QuickAndDirtyTips.com, or you can always find me at BrockArmstrong.com. I'd love to know how you feel about these type of interviews versus the other type of episodes. Now, what are you waiting for? Get out there and be a sled dog. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com.